Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I'm your host, Scott Cazzoli. Thank you so much for joining me. We are up to episode 85. I can't believe it. It's really cool. I'm thinking about where you started, how it was... um stressful to get guests on, you didn't have a lot of a lot of content to show people, and now it's booming, so really, um, all to you guys, thank you so much, I uh, love it, um, let's just keep this going, tell your friends about it, smash the like button, subscribe, all that stuff, reviews on, on Apple seem to be helping as well, but um, just, if you get something out of it, um, I think the, that's the, the, the real, the real, part of this and how it's growing. He's just telling somebody about, oh, well, cyber psychology with Dr. Nooch was cool, or mental health with Daria was cool, or, you know, whatever. We have a lot of good guests coming up the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, one of my close friends, Ben Freeberg, is coming up. He's a venture capitalist, comedian, and um, then we have uh, another fitness guru coming up, Christine Elizaz. So that is going to be exciting, but for now, we are here Thursday morning. Um, you just got me here today. Uh, episode 85 is going to focus on... We're going to debunk some bodybuilding things, some fitness myths, um, just uh, just things that I've been hearing and things that maybe I thought um, that I wanted to get on paper to help you guys. Um, and if you're new, welcome. I'm Scott. Uh, this is causing the effect. The goal of this podcast, and you know, people always ask you that, right? Like, what is the goal of your podcast? And I, in the beginning, it started off as a pure spiritual kind of mind-body situation where we would hit... The, the mind on Monday and fitness on Thursday, which we're still doing, but I think I'm just going to expand it a little more to to give you guys a flavor of what I'm into and my personality, and really the goal, and I'm, I'm, I'm really figuring it out as we evolve this podcast, the goal of this is something the, uh, the Egyptians called the Logos. The Logos was, um, it's actually derived from a Greek word, Logos means logic, right, and, and the point of this is targeting your audience and just simply employing reason or logic um, in everyday life. So what I try to do is bring a little bit of awareness, a little bit of logic, a little bit of rationality to you guys with a new topic, maybe something that you can just take a piece of and um, t- bring it forward to you and then bring it forward to your family, bring it forward to you know what you're doing in your life, be able to pay it forward. So that's the whole point of what I'm trying to do here. So I uh, really appreciate that. Tell your friends about it. One more time, I'll say it. That's it. Uh, all good. Let's get to it. So the first fitness um, myth, bodybuilding myth I wanted to discuss was, you know, you got to train to failure to um, get those muscles to grow. Now, I think this tactic could work for some people consistently, but I would think if you're training your muscles until failure every day, every set. If you think about it, that's a lot of wear and tear, right? And research has shown that this method is actually, it's effective, but it's not the most effective, right? It's not something you could do again and again, over and over again. It was a study by uh, Cabrera Institute. Um, it's an Australian Institute of Sport. Looked, looked, looked into this in great detail. And they actually concluded that doing one set per exercise to failure could help but, uh, you know, if you're trying to become stronger and trying to, 
if you're trying to kind of shape your body like I am, it's not the most effective way. The key is to stimulate muscle growth. Um, and the biggest way to do that, this is what I learned from, from my new, you know, new version of training is you have to make every single rep count. And, you know, saying that is one thing, doing it is another, um, by stimulate, you know, if, if you just make, uh, you know, 10 pounds, uh, a press and you really go slow, contract the muscle, be there, make it, make it suck. The more it sucks, the more you're stimulating. Um, if you could stimulate that growth in the body, that's critical for, you know, the, uh, the muscle, muscle growth and stimulation. If you even think about it, right. Um, some of the hardest guys I've met, some of the, you know, the, the strongest guys I've met have been got construction workers. Um, you know, we have Francis Ngannou, who's going to be the UFC champ. Shout out to Francis. Um, these guys are not lifting their max, you know, every, they're, they're, you know, Francis grew up in, um, he, he was working at 13 years old in uh, in the mines, you know, just lifting every day. Some of these construction guys are laying bricks every day. They're carrying timber, some, some of those construction guys. So if you think about it, it's more, um, you know, it's, it's more just, again, stimulating that muscle growth, not quite until failure, but on a consistent basis where you keep pushing yourself and just being mindful of that, um, I think, is key. So, you know, since your body's primary function in life is to survive, it will adapt, you know, only to the point where your body has sufficient defense to whatever element it's 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 uh, exposed to. So similarly, if you transfer this over to weightlifting, your body's going to adapt to the intensity that um, you know you've exposed it to over time while maintaining your recovery resources. So muscle growth stimulation operates on those same principles and really doesn't require you to kill the muscles to the absolute limit every day. Um, but you still got to push hard, right? So I would say go 80, 90% um, to, to really force that mental growth. The second thing that uh, I wanted to discuss was, and again, all these are a little, you know, could go one way or the other, right? Some people that first myth could work. The second piece I want to talk about, you cannot build muscle and burn fat at the same time. This is something I've been telling people like an idiot. And that's, again, I think it does depend on your body, but uh, from my del- I really did a lot of digging on this one, and you know, this seems to be looking at it from more of a simple way, right? Calorie deficit equals fat loss. Thus, you know, you can't be in excess of calories and a deficit at the same time. It's one or the other. Um, and I did not understand this, so I, I try to dug into deeper. But with my, not only did I um, end up you know, actually physically doing this last three or four months, for example, I would say I've put on, I look better. Let's just say that. And, um, I've gained probably five to six pounds, but I look just as lean uh, or leaner than I did. And and the reason for that is there are certain methods that we could use, uh, for exercising and not just bodybuilding, um, just changing up to uh, a new exercise every every week or so, slowing the reps down, supersetting, mega setting, using a thicker bar, heavier weights, more reps. There's so many different ways for you to go about this. So you can drastically, by just simply drastically changing your workout, you could constantly shock the muscles while being at a deficit. Um, And even, you know, that will, so for example, if you go tons of reps, you're still going to be shocking the muscles. And if you have a nice diet, you really could melt the fat off, right? And the scale won't really move that much. Um, But the mirror, um, if you're the mirror, you're going to look drastically different, right? You're going to look much leaner. Um, 
So just keeping that in mind, and again, the piece to take from the logos of that is change it up every week if you could. Uh, that's something I never thought I could do, and you know, with PD helping me out, it's um, it's been nice. Let's say, let's say, let's say that. Uh, the next thing that um, I really wanted to discuss was going to be, yeah, you know, uh, sugar and fruit, and you know, this. Uh, again, something that I, I would say I was, um, I had to educate myself on that, you know, at night, if uh, fruit, healthy snack, right? That's always kind of the way <clears throat> my uh, my brain worked, right? <clears throat> so if you have some fruit at night, if I'm going to have strawberries or grapes, um, you know, humans eat food because it gives nutrients and, and, and fuel, right? Uh Fruit has a lot of easily accessible carbs in them. So when you provide your body with easy, easily accessible carbs, you're telling it, stop burning the fat uh, for fuel. So what you're doing is kind of, it's actually hurting um, your fat loss. And for me, the, the thing I learned here was, you know, it's not really, the fruit is the, the go-to help with the fat loss goals. It's more the vegetables. So vegetables actually have more minerals, vitamins, more anti-cancer properties than fruit. Um, the difference between these two food groups, this is the new content to me, right, is, uh, you know, the vegetables have uh, fewer calories than fruit. And fruit, like we said, a lot of carbs and a lot of that, those carbs are fructose that's stored in your liver instead of your muscles, which means if you fill up on fruit, you're unlikely to eat as many servings of vegetables as you should. So this is also true that, you know, filling yourself with these high calorie fruits means you're not going to achieve that fat loss like we were just saying. So, you know, I was that idiot that would, you know, eat the grapes or apples a night and um, think that's okay. And again, it's fine. It's very good for you. It's better than eating a Big Mac. But if you're somebody who's trying to lose fat loss, take that um, and, you know, you could turn that um, into, you know, just take that piece, maybe do it once a week or whatever. Uh, the other piece that I wanted to talk about is salt. Salt is bad for you. Myth, right? Salt is mineral. Very simple. Um, it's very ne- necessary for your, your health, your looks, feeling good. Um, and if you're somebody like me, you're lean, but you never get that vascular look, right? It's probably because you're low in sodium. And again, selfish Scott, got to look this stuff up. Why not look vascular? So I went down this salt rabbit hole. When your diet is lacking in salt, your body holds on to the little amount you give it. So if you can actually increase that sodium level or eat a particular salty meal, you're actually going to retain water um, and, you know, feel bloated. But, um, you know, your body will will stop retaining the sodium and get better at releasing it after it takes it just takes some time. You have to kind of balance this out between your salt, um, you know, your electrolytes, yada, yada, yada. Um, the other piece I wanted to get was, you know, it's impossible to stay ripped all year round. And, you know, it's, this one was a little silly that I, you know, I was always saying that to myself. It's, it's an excuse for all of us, right? Um, it's about discipline, right? You have to be conscious of how much you're eating. Uh, are you not overeating? You know, as far as the workouts go, I would say, if you're somebody who's trying to bulk or get lean, bulk and lean, the workouts 
or they're all the same, right? You'll be able to, to lift less when you're more lean, obviously. But um, the key is the diet, you know? So if you want to be ripped all year round, it comes back to diet. You can check out, I've done a ton of diet episodes on here, fat loss. You look up whoever you want, whoever you want. Um, but that is, you know, if you're going to be sitting there eating Domino's pizza, um, and then wonder why, you know, okay, just use that bulking as an excuse. That's okay. Right. But it's, you know, just expect, expect these situations. Right. Um, the other piece that I wanted to hit was the, again, the, the main, there's good fats, healthy fats, um, avocados, peanut butter, um, even oils, they are clean and they will help you, uh, lose weight, but you can't make that, you know, a, um, a cornerstone of your diet. I love avocados. I love peanut butter. Um, you know, healthy fats are a very important part of your diet, but if you have hundred percent diet, uh, hundred percent of your diet is this, or even 80%, you know, you're not going to lose weight. You're going to be overweight and eating clean food. And that just sounds, that's like, that's like, that's like the worst situation ever, right? You got to eat food, even all, all healthy foods, and um, and be, be fat. That's horrible. Uh, the last one I wanted to hit was <clears throat> the uh, creatine. Creatine causes massive weight gain. So creatine is a molecule that's found naturally in your body. Really, and the primary use of it is energy source, right? Creatine pulls water. Uh, with it into your muscles, which causes the cell to volumize. So volumized cells are healthy. Um, in you know, we see super jacked people. That's um, creatine helps muscles look bigger. The the reason uh, for this kind of you know for the weight gain myth is that most people combine a creatine supplement with carbs and other bulking food. Combine it. So if you're going to take creatine, and which you know gives you a big water gain, and then combine that with sugar and high carbs and you mix that in with a little bit too much fat, you can see how easy it is to have a problem. So I'd say if you're, if you're somebody who's um, hitting creatine, just look at that like you're, 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 you're bulking, right? So um, if somebody's trying to lean out and you're on creatine, get right off that. Um, you know, not necessary um, at all, right? Uh, one more, one more we'll do just cause, uh, I'm liking this one. So the, the other piece, um, you know, you don't just got to eat chicken and broccoli, right? That's an old school bodybuilding mentality. I was, um, I fell for that. I would say, um, you need, you need to change it up, right? And, and if you only, if you, if you're somebody just, you got to change up just to, just for variety, right? But if you eat only two to three sources of food, you're going to end up nutrient deficient. And, you know, chicken and broccoli on Mondays is fine, Tuesdays is fine. But once I hit Wednesday, Thursday, I want something tasty. So, again, stick to three to four different sources of these different types of food. So, for me, I like to have three three or four sources of proteins, chicken, steak, bison, uh, fish. That's that's four, whatever. I'll, I'll eat whatever um, we got. Um, the carbs, I like to have uh, brown rice, jasmine rice whole grain medley, some quinoa, whatever, fats, avocado, peanut butter. There's, there's a lot of different ways you could take it. Uh, but the point is variety is king. So if you, <clears throat> if you take one thing out of this, if you, if you add variety to your workout and variety to your diet, you're going to become much better all around. That's something I'm learning. I'm leveling up here and I'm excited about it. 
uh, that's all I got for you. Um, this was fun. I like this one. I like talking to you guys solo. Um, as always, you know, from the top, we're trying to say it, trying to trying to keep growing here. So please tell your friends about this. Shout out to everybody that's been with me through this journey. I really appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Uh, that's it, man. Uh, as always, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.